Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Well, it's the friend zone. With Tim and Guy, it's the friend zone. We're gonna have a good time. It's the friend zone. With Tim and Guy, because making friends is the best idea of all time. Friend zone. Fucking shill. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome to. Is this a friend zone? Yeah. Yeah, great. It's the friend zone with Tim and Guy. That's why the theme song says, um, "Ah, uh, yeah." It's the friend zone with Tim and Guy. And I listened to the. It's the friend zone. Let's Tim get high. Guy. It's the friend zone. Do you actually want to get high? Yeah, that'd be fucking great. Have you got some I can, um, means? If, yeah, I can. I can set that up while you. Shit, that's good. If you're in New Zealand, vote yes in the cannabis referendum. I can't imagine who we're persuading at this point. Who listens to our podcast? Yeah, but also if you don't want to, you don't. You don't have to. No, of course. I think I think it would be a good idea if you voted yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But uh, stand by your convictions. Just ran into a guy at the playground. Mm. Um, he was on the fence. Was he? Yeah. Who the fuck is on the fence? I guess a lot of people are with that. Yeah, he was an old. He's an older guy. He's uh-huh. a, I've worked with him before. He's a he's a shooter. He's a cameraman. Oh yeah. And uh, camera operator. Yeah. Thank you. I was. I'm always like, if you're in the arts. You're voting yes. I would have thought so. But anyway, he wasn't sure. He said he didn't know. He didn't want... Um, he said it was too damaging to teenage brains. Oh, and I said, mate... me. That's not what le- we're voting on. the legislation. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I said... How many Teenage, times yeah. need we repeat ourselves? It's a harm minimization model. You're not voting for people to smoke weed. <laughs> God oh, damn. No. I said all the wrong things. <laughs> is that what you told him? You said this is a referendum on getting more teens into weed. I said, if you don't want to get teenagers into weed, that's your prerogative. But I'm <laughs> voting yes no matter what. You want to know something? I, th- I, I don't think I had a single like puff of cannabis until I was 20. I'm pretty sure that's true. I didn't 19 either. or I 20. D- I didn't either. And do you know who, to, who, to, who, this is such a, this is fucking bizarre, but do you know who is to thank for that? We're getting very niche Aotearoa now and we'll pull out soon because most of our listeners are not uh, here. The stats prove it every time I look. Our countrymen do not like us. <laughs> um, fucking bomber. Martin, Martin Bradbury. Bradbury. Oh my God. When he was on, so there's a broadcaster uh, and blogger here. 
Was it, was Channel it Z? Oh, yeah. Um, phenomenal timing on the chainsaw next door. There's a broadcaster here who if is... If we play our cards right, it could go for the whole record. Yeah. A bit of ambiance. He kind of like took a hard turn or maybe he was always this way but but i don't know we grew up a bit but he um he now is known as a pretty rabid like you know you don't have to pay too much attention to what he says left-wing blogger and broadcaster but back in the day he ran a talkback radio show on a sunday evening for young people and it was really good it's a good premise. I remember loving it. Yeah, I've like been advocating for the longest time that we need to have another one of those. I listened to a regular talkback radio show uh, when I was driving a car recently. Yeah. How was that? It's not good. I tell you this. So the the um, host, was she's a woman named Heather Duplessis-Allen. Mm. And she was getting real fired up about... Um, the national rugby team here don't want to go and play an international tournament because it means they'll be quarantining through Christmas and like a lot of them have young families they'll be spending their first you know Christmas with their family yeah. and they're like look if this is what's going to happen we're not going to go and she was furious uh, she was like they she are I? employees oh. they are employees oh of the New gosh. Zealand rugby and if you're an employee and you're responsible for the bottom line you do your job oh. it's one Christmas and I was sitting in the car I was thinking Heather 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 <laughs> Heather, please. This is, then, this is what she wants. She, exactly. She finished her rant. She said, anyway, text in on this or call this. I'm sure you'll have something to say. Thought, ah, you fucking yeah, got yeah. me again, talk back radio. I know. They know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. It was crazy. That, to finish the thought with Bomber, he was always so big on uh, like reminding people all the time that your brain's still developing until you're like 25 and oh. that cannabis is really bad for you, really bad for your brain when you're a teenager in particular and i took that to heart i really did that's awesome mm. i do you know most of the people that's why we need to talk about drugs sensibly i'm I not think. really i'm not really uh close friends with a lot of them but all the people who smoked they were like probably the arty people who smoked weed at high school who i wasn't friends with and then they were like the cool guys who smoked weed in high school who i also wasn't i wasn't against or enemies with any of these groups i just they weren't you know the they people, your people the people with whom i was rolling mm. but um a lot of the people who were smoking a lot of weed in high school, they they all like you know all the massive teenage stoners in my books. They stop in the early twenties because it slowed them right down. And then the people who started in their like oh yeah late dude. teens or early twenties are the ones who sort of form a, a, a healthy, in my opinion, a healthier mm. lifelong relationship to it, where they they understand the notion of you know there's occasional one, recreational use. There's one guy in particular that I know. And he like he got in hard and got in early, <laughs> and we lost a good guy. <laughs> yeah, he never kind of came back from that, which was unfortunate. But um, was it? It must have been hallucinogens as well. It's very no, rarely can no, just weed do that. No, really? I think it was just weed. No, no, definitely weed can do that. I think it's just like if you go hard when you're very young, I might, it can also, really fuck yeah, you up. Might be underestimating the amount people are smoking. Consuming. I I I like such a big part of why I've been helping the campaign for um, getting it legalised here is because it is like we just need to throw everything at making sure that young people can't get it Mm. and having it legal and regulated is going to make that so much stronger to making sure that young people can't get it it's the most insane recurring conversation which is why I was talking to this guy at the playground about today yeah it's like you're not you're not voting for whether or not the drug exists yeah 
The drug exists. I in the um the read a book called Chasing the Scream, which is about the whole history of the um, war on drugs around the world. And there's an anecdote about a cop who I can't remember what country he's in, but I think it's Latin America, and he's like part of the drug squad, and he's um, staking out like. Uh, oh no, maybe it's in America somewhere. Man, I'm gonna fuck the story up. I'm so sorry to hear you do that. <laughs> a little kid comes up to him because he's in camo. He's like an undercover cop on a sting operation, and the little kid is asking him to buy alcohol for him. And the cop like kind of gives him the boot. It's just like, get out of here, get out of here, you rap scallion. And then it occurs to him in that moment that that kid can get crack cocaine and marijuana at the drop of a hat like completely without the aid of any adult on the street from a drug dealer but can't get alcohol and it com- like that moment stayed with him wow. and now he totally is on the other side of um, advocating for legalisation you love to hear it yep some people learn some don't Anyway, thanks for indulging that yeah. um, sorry not usual uh, friend zone uh, well but you know what we can, Do we need to get a fourth podcast? No. Where we talk about the shit we, we, uh, we're into? The answer is no. But um, the friend zone is, of course, it's, it's a place for whatever the hell you want it to be. So we need not apologize. Just acknowledge the conversation that we enjoyed ourselves, that we are currently in the throes of enjoying ourselves slightly more by the minute, and move on. Got a new dog? Did you see Tui? I didn't. Oh, dude. Where's Tui? Tui's inside. Tui's a little puppy. Belongs to my flatmate. Gorgeous little dog. Same um, breed. Same breed. Yep. Was that a miniature schnauzer? Schnauzer Jack Russell Cross. They call them snacks. <laughs> because they're delicious. Mm-hmm. You can hear the engine warming up as we start rounding our way to the hefty mailbag that we lug around between us. Thanks to you, our friends, yeah. and your ongoing correspondence with us. I'll just do a quick ad. Uh, thank you very much to our sponsor for this episode. This was to provide time for you to sort yourself right. out. So do you want to do that? Are you, are you, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm talking so you can smoke that. Oh, I, I was listening to your ad. <laughs> I know, but this is to buy you time. This ad is sponsored by you, of course, just like every other friend zone. You, our friends, in the zone, with us, Tim and Guy, forever and ever. Tim and Guy for a thousand years. You love to hear it. That's me <laughs> blowing in your ear. I didn't like that. Yep, I regret it. Um, I'm going to put this ash. Just there, it's just going to fall off. Yep. Perfection. Now, our first mail of the day. This comes from. Uh, this was we got this on Monday, which is the twenty eighth of September. What the fuck? I know. And it reads as follows: Hello, my fine lads, Timothy Batley Esquire, the most revered, and Guy Montgo Guy. <laughs> I'm in the bath listening to a podcast about a softcore porno. Mm-hmm. A strange life I lead in this trying pandemic time. Mm. Listening back to old friend zones, hearing Guy describe his dad getting mad at him while doing maths homework and doing it for him led to me getting the skin above my lip split open as I was having electrolysis hair removal at the time of listening and I smiled while I had a needle in my face. What? Who's listening to any sort of podcast when they got a needle in their face? Just concentrate on sitting still. Um, in other news 
legalized the heck out of cocaine from death plight caught me so off guard on the bus while briefly lowering my mask to take a drink <laughs> led to me coughing and spluttering and a small child started to cry she's going to die and I had to later speak to the 7 year old to promise sheepishly that I'm not going to die I sincerely wish I could pay you two boys for your service but Wait, I cannot I'm sorry you go until all the philosophy master's degree money comes in. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love every part of this. Say my name, you Kiwi fucks. Lexi Kellen from the grey, grey city of Dublin, Ireland. I want to see if I've made sure I've understood Lexi's predicament on the bus. Yes, there's, the, a, there's a postscript, so I'll, um, I'll do that afterwards. Thank you. You do you now. Is the situation that Lexi had a spit take essentially on the bus listening to the podcast and that freaked out a kid and the kid said you're gonna die yeah so uh, <laughs> Lexi was drinking some water and then as uh, it was did a spit take in essence and so the spluttering and coughing I suppose the seven year old oh, looked like a death rattle understanding of you know the, the current global health crisis <laughs> so, oh it's happening it's happening right in front of me I can't bloody move for deaths here in Dublin, the ele- Ireland. The electrolysis incident is like, what's that fucking film franchise called? Emmanuel. No, sorry. <laughs> Good catch. The one where uh, death keeps coming for them and it won't relent. Oh, Final Destination. It's some Final Destination shit, man. Getting your lips split open with an electrolysis yeah, yeah. needle. Because we all forget have about one it. Final Destination. P.S. And trying to make sure I describe those two moments where you boys hurt me as succinctly as possible, I forgot to say thank you so much for the beautiful hours and hours of laughs and fun that you two have supplanted out into the world for us all to discover. Lexi, it was for you. Also, yep. you'll be pleased to hear, Tim, the rip in my skin healed really, really well. No scarring. Fucking sick ass. Also, literally going through the seventh episode of Emmanuel, the boner inspector at one point was actually a thing. In order to avoid conscription, people would lie about being gay or lesbian as they were excluded (laughs) from the military. So they would be shown illicit images and would be examined to see if they really did get excited by the porn. Wow. Boner Inspector! Boner Inspector! So, truly, there was a real value in you conquering this mastery of your body to to the extent that you could self-generate an erection at the right time to get you out of going to war. You could avoid an arm. I don't know. That Famously, Jimi Hendrix claimed he was gay to try and skip the draft. I don't know that Ireland, the Irish army, were being conscripted to go and pick up arms in Vietnam, were they? I don't know. I just can't imagine that. I don't think that was the case, but um, maybe some that Americans felt like were. <laughs> yeah, America specifically. Oh, do you think that this test was just for Irish troops? Yeah, who were potentially going to go and fight in Vietnam. Gotcha. Yeah. That's a real subset, eh? Yeah. The crack elite <laughs> Irish squad in Vietnam. So chosen because they were used to the terrain of Vietnam, a famously similar place. Can I, this is so boring, but I, I'll risk it. I just want to tell you about the concept of this dream I had last night, because it was so real. Cool, man. And it was it was sort of, as you said, this, this notion of Irish familiarity with uh, Vietnamese topography. So in the dream, I was cycling through... Hagley Park in Christchurch, New Zealand with a friend, uh, someone who within the dream with whom I was friends and familiar but I can't tell you who that person was or you know what their body represented the being but we were biking along and and they they were giving me a tour, they were from Montreal in Canada, Quebec, Canada and they were giving me a tour and explaining all of the the history of Montreal as we biked through Hagley Park and I was like 
this is so crazy man like what are you how do you what, like this is crazy how does it all sync up like this and in the and he was like ah, oh, I don't know it's just how it's working and in the dream what had happened is that because international travel is no longer on the cards there was this marriage between like different cities around the world would pair off and for three months during the summer so for three months during the Christchurch summer, mm-hmm. Christchurch became Montreal, and all the names, all the street names, got renamed. All the buildings, like the whole structure of the city, changed wow. to be Montreal, so people could experience travel. Fuck! What a cool dream know, you came up with. It's all an almost functioning concept. That is. Good. And so in the summer in Montreal, everyone was in Christchurch, New Zealand. Admittedly, a less exotic. I'm train, really but. proud of you. <laughs> That's a great dream. Hey, thank you. Your brain did a fucking good job. It was really, it was really detailed. And I remember in the dream, my mind was just so blown by the fact that this was working. Unbelievable, man. That's um, my dreams don't have that kind of coherence, and mm. I very rarely can uh, remember them as well. They're often quite—I um, don't know—they're just kind of quite nonsensical from memory, which admittedly is limited. But you've got a full idea for something that Not, could yeah, ha- yeah. that we could do. Not always, but in this instance, yes. So, so a huge thank you to Lexi. Lexi, that's right. A thank you letter and anecdote, friend zone friendly from Tyler. Here we go. Dear Timothy Mattress Bat and Guy Pikelet King Montgomery. That's me. I've been enjoying the worst idea since about the summer of 2015 and laughed along with you both since then. So first off, I wanted to say thank you for the hundreds of thousands of hours of joy you've you've both brought me. Like many, your joy and camaraderie has brought a smile to my face during many Year, uh, many events happy and sad over the last five years I feel compelled to write after listening to the Home Alone 3 emergency season as it brought me back to my long repressed personal version of worst idea styled torture when I was about 10 years old I attended an after school program daily and every Friday afternoon we would watch a movie as a bit of a treat or it would have been that treat that was in quotes wait hold up or it would have been had that treat sorry been anything but home alone three nine times out of ten turns out this was the only dvd the program had given we were on the tail end of the vhs era did that make sense the only dvd the program had been it sounds where are we we're an after school care program yes yes gotcha they've got one dvd yeah it's home alone three No, it's a DVD. Turns out this was the only DVD the after-school program had, given we were at the tail end of the VHS era. The worst part about this was about 10% of the time, the young adults who ran the program would go to the local blockbuster and pick up a different movie. This meant that every Friday afternoon, the entire group would go into the TV area, hopeful that we wouldn't be watching Home Alone 3 again, only to be crushed when that (laughs) fucking intro started. I estimate that in a 36-week school year, we probably watched the film 32 or so times. I love, I like, what I'm imagining is that these hilarious uh, like caretakers, whoever's in charge to the program are renting either the same or different copies of Home Alone 3 and like essentially torturing you by saying alright this week it's a good gag <laughs> it's a great bit let me tell you it gets much much worse when you watch it that many times even at age 10 when our young minds are normally more accepting of this t- type of repeat viewing anyway 
Thanks again for all the fun. I hope to catch you boys if you ever grease grease if you ever grease the eastern seaboard of the US again. <laughs> Though I am in North Carolina where the pandemic is as bad as anywhere, so it might be a very long time. Say my name, you cowards, Tyler. Should I say Tyler's last name? Yeah. It's Webb. Nice. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much, Tyler Webb. And um, a huge shout out to whoever was in charge of that after school program. That's so funny, eh? It's, it's really good. good. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, Tim, you know I'm a huge advocate for hiring an objective, professional, licensed professional to tell my problems to so that when they tell me what they think, I know I'm getting it straight. That's where BetterHelp comes in. That's right. BetterHelp have a big pile of professionals to talk to at your convenience online. You've done a bit of therapy, right, Guy? I started doing therapy during, uh, there was a pandemic, I don't know if you remember, and the benefits were immediate and long-lasting. They help give you skills that you can use when you are in stressful or anxious situations. Honestly, it's changed my life for the better. I guess that's why they call it BetterHelp. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash all time today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash all time. Do you want to read an email? I, I've got a, I've got another piece of correspondence. This cool. one from... We're gonna, I feel like we're going to run out. So We often say that and then we never, ever have... Well, keep keep writing into the Facebook. Keep after writing this one, into the Facebook. Go to worstideaofalltime.com and there's yeah. probably an email address on there, but I can't remember where it is. More importantly, keep um, using Facebook. Keep using Facebook and making political determinations based on whatever the algorithm chooses to feed you. Get, every, uh, get your radio and throw it out the window. That's get your right. TV and chuck it in a bathtub you are not currently in. Get your. It's all Facebook from here on in. Get your web blocker and block every single website that isn't Facebook.com. Yeah. You need to, you need to get a hardware solution that blocks all internet traffic with a whitelist that contains one and only one <laughs> domain, and that is Facebook.com. 
That's right. And even if you click onto any of the, like if you try to click onto the worst idea page, it won't let you because that would be facebook.com forward slash worst idea of all time. I want you to only be able to look at your main. Oh, that's it. Okay, right. Just that Facebook. page. Yeah. Not even the website, just the page. Yeah. Facebook.com. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you register your account and visit Facebook.com and just look at it? Hello, Tim and Guy. I've stumbled upon this from Tuesday, by the way. Tuesday, the 29th of September, my birthday. I turned 32. Yeah. So I'm the same. Hello, Tim and Guy. I've stumbled upon what I believe to be a pretty significant addition to the Emmanuel universe. While watching a documentary about the first black female video game designer, Muriel Tramis, a YouTube link attached, I noticed a familiar title. Oh, yeah, this is good intel, actually. It turns out that in 1989, there was an Emmanuel video game made for MS-DOS. MS-DOS. Yep, and that too. The game is an erotic point-and-click adventure where you play as Mark, trying to win back Emmanuel, who has taken on new lovers. The game is available to download on DOS or DOSBox, but only works on version 0.58 or 0.58. I was able to get it running. If you're bored enough to try it, there are some pixelated breasts in your future. And then, oh, that's the uh, the preview of the link to the Muriel Tramis uh, documentary on YouTube. And we should Twitch stream this. We, we one, should play. We 100% it. should. A play along. A let's play, whatever they're called. I think let's a, play Emmanuel, the MS DOS version. Idea. As a sub podcast, we could play Emmanuel every week the we game yeah you can't make progress can you you'd just be doing the same thing over and over again it'd be worse than watching the same movie over and over again yeah and the game looks shitty yeah uh, but that's great and Alex finished by saying love the pod thanks to you both for all you do you've helped me through quite a lot feel free to say my name Alex Alex you fucking know I already did um, <laughs> so thank you so much for that I think definitely I, I peripherally remembered that so it's great to get a, a refreshing reminder and the knowledge we can play that is something that is in our future. Pixelated breasts, Tim. You seen them before? Yeah, I have. I used to. I can't remember if I've mentioned this on you the have. pod, but yeah, I used to this play this a, Tetris game. Yeah, yeah. And, and it if, would you, reveal. if you cleared all of the the bricks, you um, then a very slow rendering nude image would load. Because the thing is with the Emmanuel MS DOS game is who's the audience for it? Because video games, especially back then, were like even more targeted solely to kids. You know. It wasn't, it wasn't until a bit later that people were like, oh, I guess adults like video games as well. Well, you know, it, it, it seemed like all games were targeted to kids, but a softcore porn... I'm baffled. What were they thinking? Guy, what were they thinking? They were thinking, man, I love those Emmanuel movies. Wouldn't it be cool if you could experience that as a game? Kendall said to us, Dear Tim and Dear Guy, I started listening to your show in 2016 as you were embarking on... Sorry, that's a coffee. A coffee burp. Embarking on We Are Your Friends. I clearly haven't been able to binge seasons as quickly as some other listeners considering I'm only finally reaching the end of season three after starting from the beginning. I truly enjoy your podcast, so the notification badge that tells me I have hundreds of unplayed episodes... God, that sounds (laughs) daunting to me. Yeah, it's too many. <laughs> oh, um, has never felt daunting well, uh, in the way that it can for other shows with large back catalogues. I recently saw a clip of Guy's stand-up where he jokes about the return of precedented times in Aotearoa, but considering I'm in the United States, Seattle, I am stuck in the realm without precedent. 
I'm saying it wrong, aren't I? No. Precedent. You're crushing it. I have found a silver lining of this unending lockdown and the extra time to catch up to your podcast. So maybe I will be caught up soon. I'm writing because you often say that season three would be your last. With around 200 unplayed episodes, I know this isn't true. It is quite a surreal experience to hear how excited you are to be done with the project. I know that I will soon learn why and in what format you you have continued releasing episodes. I hope it was for a positive reason as I am sometimes saddened by the way you speak about how many other things... Uh, you could have done in the time spent watching the movies you hate then I feel guilty for participating in this descent into madness in some small way of course this is ridiculous as we are separated by vast distances in space and time many fans write in about enjoying your descent but my favourite part of the worst idea of all time is hearing your friendship grow stronger each week in my opinion TWIOAT stands as the best documentation of friendship in podcasting and is among the great works on the subject of any medium i have encountered i don't know if you'll read this on an episode of the friend zone if you even still read out emails or when i'll hear it what i know is that i would like to say thank you for the many hours of hilarious conversations i've been fortunate enough to hear from your friend kendall crane a really good name. Yeah, you sound like you are a, a partner at a law firm. Yeah. And I'd also, Kendall, thank you for that. I'd also like to congratulate you, Tim, on what I thought was a rousing read. There's a real sense of momentum. And uh, by that last paragraph, I felt like you're in the pocket. Would you agree? Yeah, I made a decision after about the first paragraph to really get into that letter. Yeah, it, it make, it, I was immersive. I was transported to the mind of Kendall Crane, yeah, attorney at law. It's fun, isn't it? Kendall, you'll be listening to this sometime after we've recorded it, presumably. Um, So I hope that everything has worked out for you and the world. I suppose if you're listening, it has. Is that right? What's that? I was looking at something else. (laughs) (laughs) I was just saying... I hope that it, by the time Kendall listens to this, I hope that everything straightened itself out. That's Hard what out, I was man. Hard out. Yep, I'm sure everything will be just tickety boo. Just, just all um, good. Hey, I'd love to read an email. Well, I'd love you to as well. Well, can you forward me one of them motherfuckers, please? Do you want to read it off of that? Is that okay? This is acceptable. Okay. I'm a plumber and have no friends. Reporting for duty. I just wanted to reach out and let you know that I appreciate what you guys do. My real name is Dale Kimball, and emergency plumbing is a good portion of my job. Emergency plumbing is exactly what you picture in your head when you string those two words together. I've been doing this about 10 years now. Before that, I worked for an accounting firm that ended up being run by the mob to launder money. I turned state's evidence and was moved by the Witness Relocation Service, given a new name and a plumbing job. Just kidding. I was hoping one of you guys said my name and thought you got me murdered in a bloody manner by a mafia hitman. Anyways, just found your podcast recently and wanted to say thanks for putting out some silly nonsense that makes my days better. Dale, that was really great. Dale, that was really good. Um, I I like this character. Okay, so an account... The thing is, though, and I loathe, I I am loathe to um, poke holes in this cool story that we got sent, but if you were the mob, you wouldn't be taking over an accountancy, would you? Because surely they've got records of it. You want to get something that's a bit loose and janky. 
oh, yeah, like a laundromat. You, yeah, you, you think it seems insane to run money through? It's ambitious. Yeah, it is. It is bold. Yeah, you want to go. But into, then again, no one would ever check an accounting an accountant yeah. accounting firm. I don't think anyone involved in finance has ever been audited. Literally, that might be true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really like that. I I'm obsessed with, or not obsessed with, but um interested by. Yeah, I was really excited that someone who is genuinely in witness protection had reached out to us. I have a lot of questions about witness protection. Yeah. And in fact, to anyone listening along who is in witness protection, ah, and again, we run into the same problem. Yeah, see, this is always the confounding factor, isn't it? It really I is. I think you probably can get in touch with us because I think the point is you don't give any details about your prior life or maybe too many about your current. But you could, like, reach out and say, I'm a listener and I'm in the Certainly. witness if, protection program. If you program. were to do that, I would recommend making the subject of your email, do not read my name. Yeah. Or, or just make make up a name, maybe make up a third name. A whole a whole false person for your a third, yeah. Like so, you got you had your original situation, which had to be changed, and then you've got your kind of government issued persona. I want you to grab a worst idea identity or a W T W I O A T I. When I was living in America, I recorded a few demos of the Witness Protection podcast. Did you the podcast finally putting the spotlight? on people in witness protection giving them a voice I haven't heard this yeah they've got the files on my laptop here the one with Glenn Moore how is it uh, it's you funny st- you stand by it yeah I do one with uh, Tom Sainsbury in New Zealand I do one with Tim Boltz and Lily Sullivan you know them yeah man they're very famous and funny they're and I've famous? had lunch with them yeah <laughs> several times yeah at least twice <laughs> anyway Octopussy. I do one with a guy called Kyle Ayers we did his podcast, Kyle. never seen it. It was a movie oh, podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a really nice guy. Yeah, man. Anyway. That was a fun fun format. I'm obsessed with witness protection. So if you're in it, reach out. Tell reach me how you got out. there. <laughs> Tell me who no, you're hiding from. No, 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 no. Again, guy, this is <laughs> literally the one thing they cannot do. Riley writes, this is my first time writing fan mail, but it seems appropriate that it would be to Timothy Dalton and Guy with the Golden Gun. Two James Bond references there. T-W-I-O-E-T is the first podcast I ever listened to after reading the premise on Reddit and finding it absolutely hilarious. I binged through the first season and caught up to the second and stayed current since. I also have to thank you boys for introducing me to the McElroys. Seriously must be (laughs) the one person that that is the direction that it's gone in. I've listened to so much of their content. I'm back in the letter, but I felt like that was a very convincing read. Yeah. So I, I want to clarify. I would believe that is you. It's, it's from Riley. It's always nice to see big successes like you boost up some up-and-comers. Listening to their positive portrayal of trans people in Adventure Zone and Sawbones even helped uh, give me the courage to come out and start transitioning. Almost a year on E, and I've never felt better about myself. Uh, thank you both for being fantastic positive people and associating with other fantastic positive people I would never guess that such a silly masochistic project like yours could have such a wonderful effect on my life if this gets read on the friend zone say my name Riley she her pronouns stop reading here on the friend zone there's more there's more stuff but I'm gonna take the instruction because <laughs> I think that's important Congratulations. it might be about witness protection details I don't know well if it is uh, don't worry everyone I will relay the juicy bits at a later date thank you so much Riley Um, always happy to hear that we're involved in any sort of positive outcome in someone's life and congratulations on beginning your transition yeah 
Very cool. Very exciting. I like the subject line on this next email, and I'm going to get you to read it. It's all in caps. Urgent, not spam, <laughs> for the Batman and Guy. And I'm going to suggest even before I read this that we, we put a pin in it after this one. Far out. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Why not? Right on. Uh, this reads as follows. Hello, Timbly Wimbly and Guy. How do you feel about Timbly Wimbly? You still get it a lot. I'm into it, man. As long as you're not saying it, I'm fine with it. Old spindle, spindly bindly. I'm okay with you saying it. Spin- I take that back. As, as much spindle as a bindle. That doesn't really work. Is spindle a word? Spindle is a word. Bindle. Do you know what a bindle a sp- is? No, I don't know what a. I only know what a spindle is. I'm fairly certain a bindle is. Uh, it's what those traditional sort of. Uh, it's like what old style sort of Jack Kerouac era. Uh, bums would travel with where they'd have a stick. Oh, and like a is it a bindle? Yeah, and then they'd have like a some sort of fabric that would be tied up on the end of the stick. All and your possessions, yeah, and a, and a, and a and bit a, of cloth that would go right. around. That image has gone away, and I feel like it was very pervasive when we were growing up. Mm. What happened to it? People got backpacks, I suppose. Yeah, backpacks are quite in now, but it used to be on a stick. That's right. Why do people do it like that? Uh, I guess because everyone can get some fabric in a stick. There's no barrier to entry. Very democratizing, isn't it? Absolutely. Look at this guy. Here's a photo of some faux bindle-carrying motherfucker. <laughs> His hair slicked back. Oh, okay. It's a hipster doing the... It's a YouTube. Doing the lifestyle. From the YouTube channel Wolfpack Survival. I follow a subreddit, and I can't remember what it's called, but it's like, it's that. It's it's predominantly hipsters, like, living as homeless people, and it makes me it's sad so and fascinated. Awful. They're just, like, ride around on trains, but they've clearly got incredibly good cameras, and I'm like, what are you, what are you, <laughs> what are you fuckers up to? First and foremost, this message is not quite as urgent as it may seem. Also, apologies, guy, for not having any cool nicknames for you. I write for a number of reasons. One... Thank you for your podcasts and everything you do. You're both amazing, and I've gotten so much enjoyment out of everything you do. Or at least, the things I'm privy to. Oh, <laughs> how secretive. Correctly insinuating that we do terrible misdeeds by the by the hour mm-hmm. in our downtime. Two, it is great that you guys are back as per point number one. I'm very pleased for this, and thank you both. I do need to donate to the Patreon to show my support. I'll make sure I do this. Oh, this is like a to-do list. This is like the urgency <laughs> is for Michael. Three. What the fuck? Oh, actually, they've written F. I don't know. I got impassioned. What the F is going on with Guy? I'm on Spelling Bee. I'm on the edge of my friggin' seat here. I search guys YouTube every day, as I am, presumably many other listeners, expecting too much from people who are giving away free content to the world out of the goodness of their hearts. feel like I have been promised an ongoing spelling bee that will eventually result in a clear winner. Now, I've been okay with the delays. I understand great shows take time, and there must be a lot that goes into the judging of such a strict, intelligent game show. But when I hear guy plugging this series using past tense, I become a little concerned. I'm sorry I shouldn't have yelled. Your podcast is great. I love the comedy you guys come out with. I tell everyone about the podcast, but as yet, I've not gotten you any great listeners. I recently spoke with my partner, and it's things like this that keep me sane. Keep up the great work. If you read this on the podcast, please don't say my name. Did you do that at the start? I don't think you did. I said I said the first name. Okay. Oh, and I, I, which actually was introduced in, so we're safe. We're good? We're good. Okay. Well, I'm sorry to hear that you and your partner have split. And Guy, do you want to address the stuff about Guy Montgomery's spelling I'd, I'd like to say that often a, split, a splits, of course, are very unpleasant in the moment. But 
often they're in service of a greater life for both parties independently you know if you got if, if it's if it's not on anymore that sucks but it frees you both up to live your life to its fullest and as for the spelling bee uh, I should you know what as soon as we got out of lockdown it sort of became more difficult to keep a strict digital diary and so it was just the I, uh, I, st- I stood back from the spelling bee uh, at the height of uh, post-George Floyd. I didn't want to take up any space on the internet for a minute. And then we got out of lockdown and it sort of was just one of those things that I forgot to pick back up. I intend to. It takes I mean, a bit of work as well. It does. It does. And ambitiously, I'm putting on five spelling bees in a week in Auckland. If you're lucky enough to be in Auckland, New Zealand, we should take at the them. Basement Theatre. I'll bring a camera. October 20 to 24th. Uh, if you go to my Instagram or Twitter, you can find the ticket link. And um, yeah, they could be taped. I've got this. Um, Are people going to be on. Uh, Are they going to be mic'd? Do you know? No, it's in a very small room. I'm not planning on micing them. Maybe I can mic them up. Well, this is this is a conversation for another time. No, but no, no. I think it's for right now. I'm on one of them. Who, who are my competitors? You're competing, Tim. I'll tell you now. You're competing on Thursday, October 22. I actually can't make that. You'll be there. Natalie Sami, Eli Matthewson, Brinley Stent, Tim Bat. I will fucking crush this. You reckon? Yeah. I hope so. Um, Not with superior spelling, but I'm going to try and win the hearts and minds of that audience. Well, you because a win for me is a win for all. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, no more. I'm going to define it as being a crowd favourite. Oh, I see. Well, you, you specifically went against the grain last time you were on, and you decided to become like the villain. You were the heel of the entire show. True, and I didn't do anything that was against the rules because. Uh, there were oh. no rules. We don't need to relitigate this now. Well, you kind of just started. You don't just get to say something that is demonstrably untrue and then gloss over it. It, was, like, it wasn't demonstrably untrue. <laughs> it wasn't against the rules. Against the okay, spirit okay. of the competition? I'll give you that. So at the start, do I need to say... No uh, cheating. You just need to say no cheating. <laughs> but if you're calling it cheating, you know it's against the rules. That's the definition of cheating. Oh, you got me there, actually. Right up in a corner. Anyway, the spelling bee will return again. I can't give you a timeline. I'm so sorry. But I cheated in a pretty cool way, though. you got to give me that. Mm, no. no. No one would have caught me if I hadn't owned up to it. That was the coolest bit that I told everyone how I won. Yeah, but I think conspiracy, like I think theories would have abounded. I think people watching it and then re-watching it later would have been like, that's weird. Tim, <laughs> it's not the Zabrudu footage, bro. <laughs> I don't think people were going to analyze that challenging word frame by nowhere. frame. They will. Maybe they just assumed I knew how to spell. Because you'd been doing a bad job until then. Mm. Anyway, thank you for the email. Thank you for the emails. Thank you for the mail. Thank you for the sun. Thank you for being a friend. Oh, thank you for the music. Dun, 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 dun. Travel down a road and back again. The songs I'm singing. Your heart is true. You're a friend and a confidant. Thanks for all the joy they're bringing. Oh, <laughs> I hate this. Thank you for the music. <laughs> I ask in all honesty. All right, end. What would life be? Free end zone. <laughs> With that, that was actually that that podcast was a great 
advertisement to vote no in the cannabis referendum. <laughs> I'm cutting this well, last bit out. Zone. With Tim and Guy, it's the friend zone. We're gonna have a good time. It's the friend zone. With Tim and Guy, because making friends is the best idea of all time. Friend zone. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.